Hello, and welcome to the Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis Show, aired every Wednesday night at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Cat Cannabis is the international best-selling author of Surviving Cancerland, Intuitive Aspects of Healing, and the host of Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod TV Show. Together, we will explore cutting-edge insights and philosophies in health, wealth, and relationships. Cat's guests will be ordinary people with extraordinary stories. Now, here is your host, Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis. Welcome to the show, everyone. We have an incredible guest for you tonight. As you know, it is still Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and I hold that close to my heart because I am a three-time breast cancer survivor. And I talk about that journey in my book, Surviving Cancerland, the intuitive aspects of healing where my dreams actually diagnosed the cancer that the doctors and the tests on which they relied missed it every time, but that inner guidance that quiet little voice that comes to you in your dreams told me I had it and sent me back to the doctors to get additional testing and the pathology reports validated the dreams. So I have for you tonight Tim Cox and Tim Cox loves tattoos and he especially loves doing 3D tattoos for women who have gone through breast cancer. Now he tattoos the areola area, which is that small circular area, in particular the ring of pigmented skin right around the nipple. And as a medical tattooist, Tim Cox does a wide variety of intricate tattooing, not just tattooing for women who have breast cancer, but scar camouflage, um, collagen induction therapy, burn scar camouflage, eyeliner, eyebrows, lips. He also does high-end custom tattooing as well, such as, are you ready for this, portraits, photorealism, and cover-ups. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't wait to get him on the show here with you guys so that we can ask him questions about all this because it's so interesting. Welcome to the show, Tim. Hi, Kat. How are you doing tonight? I'm Doing great. Tim, I just find all of this so fascinating, especially your mission statement. I mean, this is so high quality. Your mission is to help others on their path of healing, to use your skills in such a way as to give them confidence and self-esteem in a professional and supportive way. That is just so giving, Tom. I'm sorry, Tim. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, it's it's very personal in my life. Uh, I was uh, Dara, who was my ex-wife, actually was diagnosed and and uh, battled breast cancer for about six and a half years. Um, we lost her just about a year and a half ago. So I never got the opportunity to do this for her, but since we did, I I began kind of looking at daughters what I could do so that I could teach them that they're not going to have to be victims to this horrible disease, but we use our own skill sets to kind of grow from that point and, and try and do what we can with our lives and take control, just like you did on your path. 
Oh, well, you know, I'm so sorry for your loss. And so I would imagine October is a very difficult month for you every year. You know, we, 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 we always think about what the women went through that had the breast cancer, but I'll tell you, the journey that their loved ones have to go through is just as difficult because they're often left behind. That's true. All the, the, it's wonderful to be a part of all these groups and organizations and, and survivor galas that I get invited to, but at the same time, it's kind of bittersweet because I have to also reminisce what I lost and mm-hmm. uh, just be happy mm-hmm. for those that, that were able to, to come through the other side. Mm-hmm. So, so, so tell me, how did you get into medical tattooing? Were you, were you doing this before your wife had the breast cancer or did this come after? No, I was, I've actually been a fine artist for a little over 26 years now. And I would, I painted everything from portraits to Harleys to just all kinds of artwork. And as the economy kind of started to go down and tattoo interest became coming up, I started looking at tattooing as a possible option for an outlet for my artwork. Uh, About the same time Daryl was diagnosed um, was about the same time I was apprenticing as a tattooist. And I started looking at some other options and I took that and, and we started uh, pursuing what's what's being done with with those types of experiences. I, th- I think I read an article on an airplane once about someone who had learned about camouflaging their scars, and so I started just kind of searching everywhere to find how I could learn more about that. And as it progressed, I just because I have the ability to draw and to paint and to render things realistically. It was kind of a smooth transition to to become better at at. There's lots of different types of tattoos. There are some tattoos that mm-hmm. want to be covered up. There are other tattoos that you don't even want to notice, and that's the kind I do, which are more mm-hmm. difficult because you're trying to do those in a way that people don't draw attention to them. Where usually a, a traditional tattoo is is more about gaining that attention and and telling your story in a different way. Mhm. That's so interesting. It's... You know, you you're right you're right. You see you see the, the large tattoos on people's arms, they're multicolored and they're they're quite beautiful. Uh but they do get your attention. So by doing these um three D uh tattoos where you're actually um covering up scars, how do you do that? Scar camouflage is what you call it. How how do you do that? Well, I look at um, the underlying tones of their pigment. I look Mm -hmm. at um, the basic, from my color palette, is very muted and very very natural pigment base. Um, And so I'm using those pigments, and we, we match to their undertones. Everybody has more of a blue undertone or a yellow undertone or an olive based on just your life history some people are more tan some people are less tan and we just work and and build up that tone based on the color of their skin because it's right there in front of us so we have to kind of sneak up on it my technique is mm-hmm. is is really unique that i work very transparent and it oftentimes takes more procedures 
but the finished product is much more natural. And so we kind of like a watercolor painting. You put on a little pigment, and as it heals, the color is going to change and brighten, and, and we we just push and pull those colors until they fit with a... It's, it's done in a pointillism style where I'm doing dots of color rather than, than a traditional tattoo where you... It's called packing color where they scrub it in and they put it in with magnums and different types of needle groups. And that's a little too harsh. We need it to be much more subtle. And so I put it in one dot at a time, much like every cell is just a little bit different color. And so they lay next to each other. And from a distance, those colors blend into the to the final tone. So it's almost like it's, uh, you know, that the dotism artwork or, or pixels uh-huh. on a TV, right. but like, these are pixel cells on your skin. Right, right, exactly. Oh, that, that's that's really cool. I never thought of that. So um, why is medical tattooing and specifically 3D areola tattooing important? Well, because it's, it's very dear to my heart, my children's heart. Um, Anna and Abby are my two daughters who had to experience a loss at their age that I never had to. And so I, um, the three of us rallied and were, were in that place where it's a part of healing for us. And so for me, I started doing the 3D areolas because that was something I had always hoped to be able to do for Dara, but I couldn't because of uh, the circumstances just didn't allow it. So I ended up offering it to other women, and I have dozens of surgeons around the country now that send people to me, and we work with them, and and they send me uh, the ladies after the process is complete and they're ready for this final chapter. And I take that time, and, and I get to share a little bit of what I didn't get to share with Dara, and so I share it with them. Mm-hmm. And so that's, and, and where are that's you? why I became, I'm in Kansas City, Missouri. Um, and so I'm right in the middle of the country. And I've spent the last two years even working on just getting insurance to cover this because it's a, by law they have to, but they don't want you to know that. Oh, really? Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, as as a woman who has gone through breast cancer three times, is this tattooing? I know I'm asking questions that our listeners are asking right now, even if they're not calling in. Is this painful? Is the areola well, tattoo painful? If you were in a traditional tattoo shop, it would probably be much more uncomfortable. Um, I'm in with with physicians and so my my place is we use topical anesthetics we numb the the location oftentimes after a surgery um, they've cut through the nerves so there's very little sensitivity but there's oftentimes either above or below the surgical site there's far more sensitivity and so I tend to just we numb the location everybody's comfortable and and really there's there's if there is discomfort we have more topicals that we can use that that relieve that and so really it's it's a pretty straightforward process it's not like going in and getting a tattoo it's it's a much more controlled environment mhm so you were you were talking about 
insurance and and you're saying that 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 insurance has to to cover it can you tell us a little more about that sure the uh there there's a an act called the women's health and cancer rights act and it's from 1998 uh the whcra and it's it's actually on the department of labor's website so it's um but what it states is that that um if you have insurance then the insurance companies have to pay for reconstruction of the areola and the nipple because that part's lost during the surgical process. So when they're trying to to help you, when these surgeons are 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 trying to eradicate the cancer, they have to help you by by oftentimes removing the areola and the nipple. Nowadays there's a, some nipple sparing procedures, but that it's still kind of in its infancy. It's not used that widely. So they're they're required to pay because of that act. They don't want you to know it. It's also um but we we bill insurance on behalf of of ladies all the time and that's mm-hmm. because um we're it, it's not just like a tattoo shop can then turn around and just offer and say, Oh yeah, well, you know, your insurance company has to pay it. You have to go someplace that's actually providing that service and and is set up with insurance companies to accept insurance, mm-hmm. much like a physician's mm-hmm. office and things like that. You have to have an MPI number and and there's there's it's taken two years to kind of jump through all these hoops for me to be able to be in this position. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so, I encourage people to research that for sure. Because yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna it, research that and I'm gonna put it in the blog. Um, that I'm going to be doing on this radio show. So if you're listening now or you're listening later, make sure you watch for the blog on my Access Your Inner Guide website and also my Pathios website. So that brings us to the next question. And, Tim, that is what if, um, you know, right off the top of my head, I can think of at least two women who had their breasts removed and had reconstructive surgery years ago. We're talking, oh, maybe uh, 15, 20 years ago when they were not doing uh, reconstructive surgery for the areola at all unless they wanted to cut off another part of their body, which they said no. Would it be too late for them to come to you to get this done? Is there a, is there a deadline on this 1998 uh, Women's Health and Wellness Act? I I don't know the answer to that. I I'm um just because I haven't run into it personally, but we can certainly if, if you have them get in touch with me at my office, I'd be mm-hmm. more than happy to to research that for them. Um also if if insurance is insurance has changed over the over the years as well and it's becoming more and more um kind of cantankerous to deal with. <laughs> so we want to be sure. sure that we can deal with whoever we can. We want to make sure that every woman does every woman that's gone through this has a story and they're on a journey and they deserve the opportunity to have that closure. And so even if they're not covered by insurance, I'm trying to work at setting up these funds to help women who maybe their insurance won't cover it, that we can still allow them to to get these procedures done and and those costs of that procedures are met. 
So I'd be happy to visit with with your two friends or anyone else who contacts you. Please have them get in touch with us because it's it's a very personal project for me, and I've done mm-hmm. I've done so many for for so long that I'm just in that place where I'm I've been lucky enough to find out some of these answers for these ladies. Um. So, uh, quickly, can you give our listeners? the contact information on how to get in contact with you at your office? Sure. They can either email me at uh, info at sacredlinetattoo.com or tim at sacredlinetattoo.com and someone will be able to get will get back to you. Um, if uh, they would like to call me, that number is eight one six 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 eight, and that's our that's in Kansas City. And so they'd be going to the website, and you can look around. And um, because I do have images on my website of three D areolas and things like that, I have it password protected. And so if you go to my website, just shoot me an email, and I can send you that that password so that you can get in. I'm just honoring their privacy and not just mm-hmm. posting images out there for just anybody to see. I was also right. having trouble that women were coming to me and showing me images of, well, this is this is on this person's website. Can you do it this well? And it was a picture that of a woman that I had done her 3D areolas and somebody had just put it <laughs> on their website. Compliment. Yeah, so I thought, well, I guess I could do that. Yeah, I can give you her cell number if you need it, and she'd be happy to talk to you. So, oh, that is yeah. wonderful. So, mm-hmm. so uh, again, do your um, due diligence with those people. Yes, and and Tim's Tim Cox's office number is eight one six 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 eight six four. Eight, eight. And we're going to take a quick break. Don't go away. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the fund that he has set up for women who may have uh, difficulty paying for this even with insurance. So don't go away. We're going to be right back. Hey, Jenna, have you seen the TV show Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod on Channel 99? OMG, I love that show. It's with Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis. She's an international best-selling author and Lori Boyle, the CEO of Lori Boyle Media. Right. They're hosting a personal development seminar, Retreat for the Soul. It's about your dreams, meditation, healing, and the subconscious mind. Ooh. It sounds fun. And rejuvenating. Let's go. Where do we sign up? Their website, wickedhousewivesoncapecod.com. Did you know that you can use your own radio show to promote your business and become a celebrity in your area or industry? Do you have a great idea for a radio show or a passion that you would like to share with other like-minded people? The Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod Radio and TV hosts Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis and Lori Boyle will show you how. Go to wickedhousewivesoncapecod.com. Do you have a great story to tell or do you want to write your memoir? Best-selling author Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis and Lori Boyle, CEO of Lori Boyle Media, are the hosts of the Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod TV and radio shows. Join their Writer's Workshop Intensive to get writing and get published. Go to wickedhousewivesoncapecod.com. Welcome back to the show, everyone, and we have Tim Cox with us if you're tuning in late. And Tim Cox loves tattoos, and he especially loves doing 3D tattoos for women who have gone through breast cancer. Uh, he does 3D tattoos of the areola. 
So we've been talking to him about how how we can get in contact with him, and now I want to ask Tim, how much, Tim, do these procedures usually cost? Well, the the cash price, if somebody were to just come in and and want to have that process done, um, is between six and eight hundred dollars for both. About three to five hundred dollars for unilateral because we're matching pigment and tissue and all that. Um but with insurance there's very little out of cost that's necessary. Um that includes you have to have a consultation, you have your procedure. Um there's there's just the expense of of all of those things to do things right where everything's disposable and you're in a a, a physician's office setting you have, you know, the malpractice insurance and the licensure and the cost of, of just topical anesthetics and all of those things um, are always on the highest end because you're dealing with medical-grade everything. Mm-hmm. And so um, we work with ladies from that standpoint, and we also, um, but, you know, cancer, as you know, is an extremely expensive hobby for all these ladies and um and so i kept running into the fact where i would do these procedures and based on a sliding scale and i would just try and help whoever i could do it for i would try and help them and and it's just started becoming kind of overwhelming and i hadn't gotten the insurance to start coming through yet so um it kind of required that that we go to outside sources and start looking for for generous people who wanted to pay it forward and and who have been touched by cancer but maybe felt helpless, didn't quite know how they could help, and it just gives us an opportunity to 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 kind of broaden the circle of of the people who are in their support. So, so that's tell what we're us about doing. the fund you've got going on to help these women who who maybe they don't have insurance, can't get insurance, or they you know, their insurance company doesn't cover the whole thing and they've they've got uh, money that needs to come out of their pocket and they're strapped. Well, then for sure they would want to contact me. We've got um currently we've just launched uh an Indiegogo fund that's going to offset those costs for ladies who who just don't have the funds and yet also are either under or uninsured. Um, and and the, all of that money goes to helping these ladies with either 3D areolas or scar camouflage. Um, I also work a lot with wounded warriors, and I work with um, burn victims here at the Kansas City Burn Centers. And so I'm, I work with a lot of folks, but... But breast cancer is is near and dear to my heart. So anybody that has any of these more medical need-based, then they should contact me. I'd be more than happy to discuss kind of our options. Um, I, I've just had multiple ladies, not just ladies, like one man also, but um, that are kind of known as cutters where they they battle depression, and and that's an outlet for them. But working with their therapist, they oftentimes have an opportunity to to get past that 
and they feel they don't need those scars anymore. And so I can help with that scar camouflage as well. So we have to, to work with that. And so oftentimes if their insurance doesn't pay, then we help them cover those cost of procedures. But all of the money is going to to these women's the the cost of doing these these procedures for these women. Uh, this is this is such a this is such a wonderful thing that that you are doing, Tim, and and there's such a need for it with the rise in breast cancer and and the procedures that are being uh, done in order to eradicate this illness. Now um, we're we're down to our last five and a half minutes. So I I would like for you to um, uh, to tell our listeners what questions should women ask when they're looking for these services? What important questions should they be asking people? Well, that's and that's really important because where you are in different parts of the country, different parts of the world, you need to take and and be proactive with your health, just like you were with your illness. You were you were very proactive in just just taking charge. And you have to if if you're referred by your doctor, I would start with your plastic surgeon and ask if they know anybody that offers these services. If they mm-hmm. don't, I would encourage them to give them my number. And I would be more than happy to work with the doctor's office and talk to them and, and kind of educate them in what's available. Some plastic surgeons offer these procedures, but they don't offer a three-dimensional, and so it tends to just look like like a bullseye. <laughs> and and <laughs> it's it's sad, but it's that's mm-hmm. that's just what's offered. And so we're kind of educating doctors around the country, and I'm actually beginning to teach surgeons and and other places being able to teach people to do this process because there's far more need than than just me. So after they speak to their plastic surgeon or as in your case with the ladies who it's been a long time, if they want to find out, I'm a uh, preferred person with the American Cancer Society here in Kansas City and so I'm listed with them and they they know who I am and what I do, and so they refer people to me as well or, or use me as a resource. Mm-hmm. Various uh, various cancer groups and support groups, oftentimes some of the women, especially the younger ones, have started to go through these processes. Mm-hmm. And, again, I encourage them to contact me. I, if there's, I travel to, to various locations to be able to do these procedures for people as well as uh, women come to me from all over the country, and I I help them any way I can. And so, ask people what kind of licensure they have. You want to make sure that they're state licensed. You want to make sure they're insured. You want to make sure that that they are current in their license. Aside from that, you also want to see samples of their work, but also referrals if if somebody has those procedures out of the hundreds that I've done mm-hmm. women want to talk to other women you know what it's like to be in the in the on the team and so they know they are more than welcome to contact and and to give their experience because these ladies it's a scary process you know i mean i have women that come to me that say i walked into this tattoo 
shop and it was dark and this music playing and there's people wandering around all the time. They just want me to lay down and and get tattooed. And it that's that is not the process that we go through. Ours is much more spa-like. Mm-hmm. And so you want to make sure that you know what ex- what you're getting into. You don't want to just go to a regular tattoo shop because that's oftentimes just tattoo artists that are going to use traditional tattoo inks and they're just going to use, yeah. uh, and, it's just and going to be a women, basic experience. Right. Most women who have gone through breast cancer and uh, they've mm-hmm. had um, chemotherapy, they are uh, they might have a needle phobia. So those of you who are listen, listening now, we have Tim Cox, the owner and artist of Sacred Line Collective, and his office phone number is 816 6 I think this is right 816-668-6488 and his website again is www.sacredlinecollective.com So I want to thank you so much, Tim, for being on the show with us today. We're down to our last 30 seconds. But I would love to have you come back and talk about all these other types of 3D tattooing that you do. I'd be more than happy to. Okay, thanks again for being on the show with us tonight. We we really appreciate your information. Thanks you for tuning in to the Kathleen O'Keefe Canada Show. If you would like to comment or have an idea for the show or have a question for Kat or one of her guests, please visit her on Facebook at Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis. This show and previous shows are archived on Blog Talk Radio, accessible from survivingcancerland.com and accessyourinnerguide.com. Join us again next Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Until then, have a great week.